2: Hello, Chris Evans here with your latest instalment of the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Sky from Virgin Radio. Coming up, the rib-tickling, hilarious Ramesh Ranganathan spills the beans on Series 3 of Ramesh and Rob vs. on Sky 1. This time it's Rob and Ramesh versus Team GB going into the Olympics. Superstar actor James Norton lifts the lid on his role. It is heartbreaking but beautiful new film, Nowhere Special. Best-selling author Catelyn Moran discusses the beach read paperback version of her best-selling book More Than A Woman the super cool Elsa and Anna Samantha Barks and Stephanie McEwan spilled the beans on the brand new theatre production of Frozen the musical all of that and so much more to come now Dapper Dave tell us who's our first guest
3: Take one look at our next guest And you immediately think Elite Sportsman And his new episodes Prove exactly that Rob and Ramesh Versus Is back on Sky One This Thursday at 9pm And here to tell us more Is the Gareth Southgate Of British comedy It's <laughs> Ramesh
2: Ranganathan Morning Ramesh Morning, morning How are we doing, we good? Very well How are you with the football pal?
3: Well, I'm very excited. I mean, I sort of want to be... I, I don't want to get carried away, but, you know, I'm getting carried away. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. uh, it's buzz time. It's buzz time.
2: What did you think ahead of the Ukraine game? Because I honestly called it. I said it was going to be 4-0 or 4-1, but I said 4-0 first of all. What do you? What did you think?
3: I didn't feel as confident as that. I thought we would win, but I, it was just such a rare experience to sort of be watching England and feel so completely comfortable. It was great. And I sort of feel... I was sort of looking at my children, just feeling like... They've got no idea of the struggle. They've got (laughs) no idea of what's happened before they were around. I mean, mean, they just say this thing is an absolute doddle to beat Germany. And then... Go and swarm past your you know at least. I mean? so, but that's sort of uh, what
2: you need. You need to to rid yourself of the pain, body and you can only do that via the next generation or two.
3: Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean I'm an Arsenal fan, so my, I've I've given my kids the opposite experience with them. So 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 seeing seeing them uh, celebrating England's victory has been great. I've loved it.
2: All uh, right. Well, good luck with whatever you did doing there. Now, last night I got to tell you, Ramesh. You know I'm a big fanboy of yours, and I, I over fanboy sometimes, and I can only <laughs> apologise. Um, but it's so funny this program. My God. Okay. So it's Robin Ramesh versus Team GB ahead of the Olympics, Sky One, Thursday, 9pm. Catch up on the episodes. So from a sort of part one of this, uh, one to three on demand that was shown earlier this year. But this is hilarious. Now, first of all, and we've got loads of time here. If you've got time, Ramesh, we've got time. Yeah, okay. I've, got time. Of so, I've got time. So when you're planning which events, Olympic events, to challenge our very own Team GB on, the actual you know elite athletes who are going to tokyo ahead of time then um you you start off by going to what is is specified on the telly as rob's man cave now i've got to ask you this Rob. i don't know if you can guess what i'm going to ask you but you two have got previous for pretending things are something other than they are because you said on the last series oh this is my i can't believe you've done this to the front of my house rob and it wasn't your house
3: well, it was, you know, it was a house I'd spent time in. I know, I, would, I, would I, know,
2: I know, I know, I know. But in a of law pal, that's not going to wash, all right? So, well, I mean,
3: what an incredible waste of the court's time that case would be.
2: Yeah, I know. But uh, nevertheless, in the showbiz k- k- kangaroo court that we find ourselves in the midst of now, uh, I've got to ask you, is that really Rob's man cave? Does he have a man cave? And is that it that we see on the telly on yeah, Thursday?
3: Yeah, yeah. Rob's, Rob's man cave is all him. All those figures and all of that. That is that is all his tragic. Right. That's all his tragic stuff. Right. And with, <laughs> he loves it.
2: But the whiteboard was um, it was a new addition. That
3: now, was an addition, yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob Beckett does not have a whiteboard of his own volition, I can't right. confirm.
2: So you then sort of convert the whiteboard into a murder wall of potential <laughs> event suspects, if you know what I mean. I just, I just, I looked at it and I thought, line of duty, but for the Olympics, and um, the sports are going to be the victims, and 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 Rob and Romesh are out to murder them, which is about right, isn't it? Would you say?
3: Yeah, I wish. I'll be honest with you. I wish I'd thought of that when we were actually shooting the show. That is, <laughs> that is very good. Uh, yeah, we just kind of thought that I could be good at that. I've just never tried it. You know, some of these things are very, very kind of niche, aren't they? Mm. So that was kind of how. Rob and I approached it we decided to look at all of the various sports and sort of try and ascertain from a period, from a, a position of complete ignorance what we thought we might be you know in with a chance of so we ruled out anything that required sort of a lot of physical ability uh, and we tried to just go for stuff that we thought maybe would be dependent on the equipment, maybe involved a bit of luck and chance. You know, that, that's kind of how we married ourselves. What I can say is Olympians really are talented. I can confirm that. If <laughs> anybody, anybody was any, in any doubts or anything, they they really do work hard. Uh...
4: Yeah.
3: We have a go at gymnastics. Yeah. And, and what I would say is I've never, never before have I been fully clothed, but also simultaneously felt naked. It's, uh, it's an incredible experience. But you've
2: got previous it, in this, haven't you? Because, you know, you've, what's, you know... Similarly, in past episodes you've, you've been mm. pretty skin tight from a clothing point of view,
3: yeah, I mean the worst one was the fashion episode yeah. where we had to do that David Gandhi photo in our underwear uh, and sort of that was that was horrific i mean that that actually involved a lot of soul searching and then there was the the ballet episode I found particularly humiliating, and getting into that training gear was was horrible. You go and turn up and you meet the pros or whatever, and, and they're, they're 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 wearing the stuff and you put on exactly the same outfit. It mm. just doesn't look like you're in the same species.
2: It's no, horrendous. I know, I know. And it's like when you know when you you're looking for a puncture in a inner tube, <laughs> 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 and you you have to keep pressing the air and passing the air yeah. ar- around. That it's yeah. not it's not you know it's not the same as that. Depending on on what item of latex. It's, do you know what I Which layer of latex you're up to? And the great thing about Rob and uh, Ramesh versus uh, Team GB is three sports per ep, so it really moves along, doesn't it? It Really skips along.
3: Yes, we try and keep it. We, we try and keep the face off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, the stuff that, that we we get through so much stuff. We, we're very grateful to the the production team. Really uh, go all out to make it a good experience. So yeah, yeah, we, we we love doing the shows. We're very proud of. it.
2: You have proven again to your paymasters at Sky that you two can be as funny as heck in a phone box. They don't need to send you to the Caribbean anymore, (laughs) Australia anymore. Those days are over, my friend. First class travel and getting paid for it. It is done. You are too good for your own good.
3: Do you know, Chris, every time I come on here, you keep doing this campaign to try and stop us going abroad. (laughs) Okay? We, listen, if, we, if we're that funny at Lee Valley, imagine how funny we can be in Barbados, guys. That's, that's all I'm saying.
2: Generally. All right. Um, I, I, the best line in um, the first step, I think, is when Rob says, when you're trying, having to go at weightlifting, and Rob says something like, if you, can, if you discover you're no good at something in the first 10 minutes, you just, you just give up on it straight away. And then you say, well, that didn't happen with comedy, did it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which is
2: so funny. Oh, God. Uh, Ramesh, what else are you up to? League of Their Own, by the way, on 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 cup final, that, Amazing. Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I'm doing League of Their Own, and then uh, I'm just trying to get match fit again to go back on tour. So um, I'm in the middle of that. I've just every comedian in the country has forgotten how to do stand up. So you'll just you'll be able to see loads of comics at the moment just trying to practice and get themselves a match fit again.
2: All right, Ramesh. Well, listen, thanks for coming on our show. You never have to, and you always do, and I really appreciate it. Lots of love to you and yours, and well done on another great Rob and Ramesh versus. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome and well done. Uh, Sky One Thursday, 9 pm. Rob and Ramesh versus Team GB. It is awesome.
1: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. Our next guest has been described as one of the most
5: versatile actors working today from the menace of McMafia to a playboy aristocrat in the Nevers, now a window-cleaning single dad in the inspiring real-life Nowhere special in cinemas from next Friday. So please welcome a man who always leaves us shaken and stirred. It's the brilliant James Norton.
2: Morning, James. Morning, Chris. How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm all right, thanks very much. Um, no thanks to you yesterday afternoon. You had me literally sobbing my heart out in my bedroom watching your amazing film. Uh, tell everybody about it, please, James.
6: Uh, well, it's called Noah Special. It's based on a true story, and it's about a young man called John who's a window cleaner in Belfast, and he has a, he's dedicated his life to his four-year-old son, and he finds out he's got a few months to live, so he dedicates that time to finding a foster family for his son and preparing for his death, but also teaching this little four-year-old what it is to die. And um, it, it, it sounds much more sad than it is because I think hopefully you'll agree it's, it's all about life and love and cherishing the moments you have with the people you love.
2: Yeah, well, no, it is beautiful. It is sad, though. There's no doubt about it. it um, it's, it's, but it's stunning. It reminds me of The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas. It reminds me of Il Pastino. You know, it is a, a, yeah. it is a phenomenal, phenomenally moving film. Congratulations to everybody involved Thanks. in it. Uh, your performance you. is supreme. Who plays the little boy? Who the heck is he?
6: Yeah, little Daniel Lamont. So he is a guy, a little kid who'd never acted before. They'd sent out a Facebook um, sort of group invitation to, across Belfast and his mum saw it and um, just put his name forward. And after about two, I don't know how many, a few hundred kids, he was picked. And yeah, he's amazing. I mean, he, he having never acted, never been on a film set before, he had this insane intuition where we call action and he'd sort of he'd turn into this little quite reflective kid who's very different from Daniel. Daniel's very bouncy and kind of exuberant. And then we'd do these sort of long two-minute scenes where he'd be... he'd be. What was quite pro- profound for me is that I had this little kid looking at me, learning about death and the con- these big concepts in real time and had these big eyes looking at me. It was, so, you know, I had... You know, people say you don't work with actors and kids... Um, uh, sorry, kids and animals because it's incredibly unpredictable but when it works like with Daniel it's the most beautiful thing because everything you get back is so real and authentic and pure and yeah he he was he was was, honestly it was one of the most extraordinary experiences I've ever had working on a film set and it was down to that little guy he was amazing
2: I watched this yesterday and it reminded me you know how important and you know the depths of 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 um uh, how profound the depths of love can be. And, you know, I wasn't ready for it. I just wasn't ready for it. The story's amazing. You know, this single dad who's, whose partner left him uh, for one reason or another, and, you know, it's talked about in the film. And so he's a devoted dad. He's a hardworking dad. He's a window cleaner in Northern Ireland. And he has this little boy who he loves, who is his best friend. And and he's having to go around with this little boy to potential adoptive parents to, to to see who will best look after his little boy when he's no longer there because he's dying. It's <laughs> yeah. it, the mixture of emotion, the journey. It's unbelievable. Um, oh, thank you. I'm so pleased. Mate, I mean, I, oh. we
6: love making it. And I I think, I mean, it's the film I'm the most proud of, I think. It's, and it's a tiny movie. And yeah, I'm, re- I'm so pleased you had that reaction because, yeah, we, we had the same sort of experience
2: making it yeah and you know you you don't know how it's going to end and you think you know it's it doesn't have to have a cliffhanger but then when it doesn't and i believe me james i won't give any of it away when it ends oh my goodness me it's like <laughs> it's a single line poem you know the, the last scene yeah. it's a single line poem that's it and there are there's no such yeah. thing as a single line poem because they don't exist but whew. yeah Rachel is cheering uh, up listening to me reminisce about the movie she watched it before I did tell hi, us about... hi
7: James um, I'm from Northern Ireland and I have to say you absolutely nailed the accent well done <laughs>
6: Thank you. That was a massive pressure, especially with the Northern Irish crew surrounding me the whole time. It was terrifying.
7: So thank you. Oh, no, it was it was good. But the, the movie, just like Chris said, I I wasn't really expecting it, and I kind of knew what it was about. But I was I was about to do the ironing while I was watching it, and and I had to just stop what I was doing and just sit down, and just be with it, and just a lot of the scenes when it's just you and Michael at home, in your flat, and that togetherness and the, just the simplicity and the love. Like you say, it is sad. It's about grief, it's about loss, but it's also about a profound love. And you watch that movie and it makes you put life in context and appreciate what you have.
6: Exactly. That's exactly, Especially right now, I think we need that. I mean, you know, we've had such a weird couple of years and it is, it's about love. It's so simple. I mean, it, it is about reaching over to the person you're sitting next to, if it's a family or a friend or whoever it is and just clutching them and, and remembering that the, each moment is so important and you, you know you've got to cherish them but yeah um we, we always said it was a love story between a father and a son and we didn't want to focus on the, the illness and the death we wanted to make sure it's about exactly a very simple message um live and love and and cherish yeah I'm, I'm so pleased. This is a great, great reaction. To no, Sir so, J- yeah.
2: James, I don't know how we get everybody to go and watch it. We we've got to get people to go and watch this film. It's got to win all the awards under the sun. So um, Rachel says you nailed the accent. I can't I can't vouch for that because I'm not from Northern Ireland. But I want to know: Did you nail the window cleaning? Because I'm rubbish at cleaning windows, but it seemed you, seemed like you'd done some proper character research there.
6: I did. I did. I should also mention um, Alberto Pasolini, who's the writer, director, producer on this. He. He is amazing. He, he's, he insisted that I meet a professional window cleaner, which obviously was incredibly useful because I did a lot of window cleaning. Um, he's, a, an ama- he's an amazing director. He's so thorough and detailed and he really likes quiet performances. You know, he, yeah. I, 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 we, we share that temperament, that taste. You know, it's, life isn't really about shouting and demonstrating. It's much more contained than yeah. often happens in a private space. So he he's a wonderful man and wrote this beautiful movie. And so, yeah, I got a... Um, i got to sort of mention him. But, yeah, no, I did. I love the window cleaning. If anyone needs a new window cleaned, I'm um, semi-pro, so,
2: yeah. All right, James Norton, Nowhere Special. My goodness me. Nowhere Special, something very, very special in cinemas. uh, A week tomorrow, Cinemas Friday, 16th of July. Uh, It is the mascara warning of all mascara warnings, but please don't let that put you off from seeing it. Um, Not that you fear sadness, but it's about beauty. It's about love, and you will come out of that viewing experience thinking, okay, all right, who do I love? Where are they? I need to tell them right now. I need to give them the biggest hug and never let them go. The best
1: of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. Thanks to our
5: next guest, we now know how to build a girl, how to be famous and how to be a woman. Her latest smash hit bestseller, More Than a Woman, is out today in paperback and she's appearing live on stage tonight at London's Southbank Centre to talk about it. She's more than a superstar. She's the marvellous Catelyn Moran. Good
2: morning Catelyn! Yay! It's me! (laughs) (laughs) Right, do we dare ask for the author of More Than A Woman's Take on the footy last night?
0: Oh, well I I can give you the take of me and all the middle-aged mums that I know with so into this team, like kind of from a mum's point of view. <laughs> right. It's all, it seems to be made up entirely of really good boys, but whenever we see them being good, people like Marcus Rashford, we go, oh, his mum must be so proud of yeah. him. Look at him, he's so good and noble. And then Gareth Southgate, I don't know if you saw that tweet that went viral last week, a woman called uh, Madeline Bressingham, and, uh, and she said, Gareth Southgate is my ultimate middle-aged crush. I just want him to drive me to a colonoscopy appointment and then sit outside <laughs> eating a Scotch egg in dignified silence that's the kind of husband material that yeah. when you get to middle age that you love he's like he's dignified he's lovely he's dutiful yeah. he's loyal he's sensible we we love Gareth Southgate the mums Yeah <laughs> perhaps,
2: perhaps with an attendant flat white for you as well you know he's nipped out to get you a, a, a takeaway flat white you know when, when you exit your colonoscopy that, totally
0: that... and a little biscuit and I think he might even have remembered to bring a blanket in case you feel a bit shivery and cold from being oh, in the waiting room and he put it round you in a really tender way oh god I'm moved by my love for the Gareth Southgate now. I suspect
2: he is <laughs> As nice and as brilliant, if not nice, and more brilliant than we want him to be, which is only yeah. good news. Come on, Catelyn, more than a woman live on stage. Tell us about that.
0: I know, it's fun. Well, yesterday we did a gig and obviously when we booked the uh, the tour, we didn't know that the football was going to happen. So, uh, I mean, thankfully, as it's uh, my, my audience is uh, majorly women, sort of like there wasn't the desperation and sadness that they women missing the football. But I told them that I'd keep them up to date with the score while I was on stage. So at the best of times. Those women will party hard because they know they've got three hours on the clock <laughs> before they have to start playing the babysitter overtime. So they hit the bar hard. We always have to delay the start of the gig because you always get someone from the venue going. They're still queuing up and they're asking for pints of white wine. We've run out of Prosecco. Yeah, it's
2: um. so funny. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, they could be a chapter in the book themselves. In many ways, they are, I suppose.
0: Oh, yeah, God, no, totally. I mean, this is the thing, it's all about kind of, you know, so much of what I, I love doing in the book is just sort of exploding myths about middle aged women. And I think there's genuinely a presumption that age, uh, middle aged women are just quite boring and, uh, you know, sort of like dull and, you know, all they care about is sort of domestic stuff, which is boring. No, this phase of your life, I am finding, is the most dramorous event of your life, far more than your teenage years or your 20s, because you, you know, you're, you're trying to keep a relationship together, a long-term relationship. You're raising children. You're making people. You're informing their brains and their souls. You've got aging parents that you're having to care for or usher into the next life. Your friends uh, are divorcing. Their lives are exploding, and you're in the center of this, trying to be the kind of the good ship that's sort of pulling the people who've fallen overboard um, spiritually and mission back on board and care for them and tend to them. And this is what middle-aged women do. They basically hold the threads of society together with their bare hands (laughs) for no pay at all, whilst people call them boring. We're not! We're on a ring quest. We're saving I, the world. Yeah,
2: well, I think less than a fewer and fewer people are calling them boring, hopefully at least. Um, the front cover of the paperback um, is, has a different look to it, more than a woman, Catelyn Moran. Very similar to Woman's Own magazine, Woman's Weekly. I'm sure this is not by accident. It's gorgeous. It's retro. It's nostalgic. What did you think of the old uh, women's magazines, w- women-exclusive magazines back in the day?
0: Well, I'm just so glad you picked up on that aesthetic. So I, I designed the cover for this one, and like, kind of, like, when the paperback came out. There's a classic sort of look that everyone will have seen in all bookshops. It's a grey background, and it's a picture of the author looking serious. Like Barack Obama's done it, yeah. Claudia Winkleman's done it, I've done it. We all do that picture. And for the paperback, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen someone smiling on the cover of a book for so long. Like kind of like just someone smiling, like just a jolly lady. And as you say, it's that, it's that women's magazine Aesthetic in the 1960s where it all was just like smiley ladies looking happy. So I was like, let's see what happens if we have a smiley <laughs> lady on the cover. And it was during the middle of lockdown. We couldn't do a proper photo shoot. So my daughter just took that picture in the front right. room. Uh, she's, a, she's a very good good photographer. And the whole thing took about 10 minutes. It was the most fun. So, so now we're engaged in a huge experiment do People want to see serious ladies, or do they maybe like smiley ladies now? This could be a massive cultural shift. <laughs>
2: oh, I, I like it, and I like I love the font. It is, it's more woman's, um, weekly than woman's own. I think the font you may, you may have studied them both, but also I like the sort of mauve and the drab, um, color, uh, the colors that you've chosen because it's that sort of half faded um, half brown half bluey grey kind of um, totally, like colour it's been in
0: the con- like it's been in the window shop of window. Like a charity shop it's for a couple of years yeah there. and like, now someone's ready to buy that big old pile of women's own if people are buying the book hoping for crosswords or recipes there's that's, not that many in there but in terms of friendly advice to ladies it's definitely hit that Woman's own you're vibe so right.
2: <laughs> you're so right it's been in the shop window too long and isn't it funny you know because uh, in shop windows around the time when Women's Weekly and Woman's Realm uh, were smashing it um, it's funny they, they in our local shops they used to put this sort of cellophane over the window or behind the, the blue window
0: cellophane to stop it fading yeah, uh, I yeah remember, but yeah. It, but
2: it didn't work because it wasn't UV no. protective it was like a load of Quality street wrappers sewn together
0: it was never going to totally. work for
2: heaven's sake
0: we had a caravan in Wales and all the shops had that in the window including the butcher's and it was like blue <laughs> so like it just meant that you were looking through the window at like blue bacon and ham, yeah which is really
2: <laughs> more worrying when the butcher does it. I would imagine yeah. um, Second only to the fishmonger uh, You don't to be In any of that stuff uh, <laughs> Catelyn Well done um, The chore finishes soon Any uh, plans to extend it? How's it going By the way How's it going down Are people just so elated uh, are, you, are you feeling funnier Than ever before Because people are just Finding live things Better than ever before
0: I mean, my hilarious levels are always cruising comfortably yeah, around 98%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, last night going on stage, this baby set last night, and I just—I literally just walked on stage in a pair of Dung and I got a standing ovation. So well that, that's how desperate people are to get out of the house. know, <laughs> the atmosphere is febrile out there. People just want to have a laugh. And, and just being in a room with other people, right. you forget what an amazing... It's the same with gigs. Like, you forget that... I read this beautiful thing that when you're at a gig, Um, everybody, the crowd's um, heartbeat synchronised within two or three minutes of moving into a crowd. It's true. And that's, you turn into like a communal entity and that's an experience we just have not been able to have in the last 18 months. So we've just walked around in our own bodies alone for the last 18 months and suddenly becoming part of a crowd again is just a transcendent experience.
2: Well, thank goodness you're still here. Are you you tempted to extend the tour?
0: Yeah, well, we'll be doing more dates later in the year so we've got what we've got left. So tonight's London, tomorrow's Nottingham and then Monday and Tuesday's Glasgow and Edinburgh. I just love being on the road. Oh,
2: I can. (laughs) Great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Good luck with the book, The uh, beach read, The Paperback of More Than a Woman. It's out now. And that was the amazing Catelyn Moran. The best of the Chris Evans
1: Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio.
8: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
2: We've heard from four magnificent guests already, but still to come. A whole host of incredible guests as The Breakfast Show comes live and kicking from the Goodwood Festival of Speed with our pals at Sky. So let's get right back to it. Dapper Dave, who's next?
3: We all know love is an open door But so is the one to our studio And through it have walked two stars of Frozen the musical Which opens in the West End later this year So ladies and gentlemen Please welcome Nunn Anna and who else Than Samantha Barks and Stephanie McCone Very good <laughs> very good, isn't he
7: It's very good. Oh, very
3: good Give us that last line again Dave That was too good So please it? welcome none Anna and who else Than Samantha Barks and very Stephanie good. McCone Very good, very good <laughs>
2: So, Sam no, and no, Stephanie no. are with us. Hi, Sam. Hi, Hi Stephanie. Hiya. How are you today? Very
8: good, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you thanks. Actually,
2: you actually do look like the characters already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even in your civvies.
8: Cartoon faces. You look so, <laughs> no, you
2: look magical. You look fantastic from <laughs> a fantasy you. point of view. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> sweet. All right, so um, Vassal said before you came in, uh, he said they can't mess this one up. It's unmessable up as a live event. So, no pressure. Ladies. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> and
8: That's it has
2: happened before in the world, hasn't it? So it has been proven to work on the stage Sam tell us what you know about other productions so far of Frozen
7: so it started on Broadway and I went to see it and it was magic it was all of the magic that I wanted from the film right. and more more songs and everything and yeah, it's all over the world now it's mm-hmm. um, in Japan Germany now here Australian. Australia Australia yeah. so it's yeah it's great bringing the magic everywhere
2: so did you both have to go to watch it for work or did you was this part of your life anyway
7: no, I well, I was sort of auditioning for it at the time, and um, and so I went to go and see it just because I wanted to, to go and see it. To
2: your chances and yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely Good for you you. get really
7: really nervous. Um, yeah, so I, I
8: but it's my kind of show. I would absolutely go any well, any day what, of the week What about you, Steph? Same thing actually. Yeah, I went over to New York to meet with the um, Disney team over there, and then just went in for a cheeky little bit of Frozen yeah. on Broadway.
2: People are going to see you two smashing it in the West End soon, very, very soon, thank goodness. Uh, rehearsals kick back in tomorrow, I think, don't they? Yes. yes. Okay. And um, t- t- because you've both seen it, um, give us a taste of what we can expect.
7: So, you know, a lot A lot of people, most people know the film, yeah. um, but it sort of gives... An opportunity to explore more of the characters because you get all the backstory, more songs, and so it's everything that you love from the film and all the magical moments. But there's like there's loads more that you can you know get excited about with the sisters and Olaf and all the characters, and it really it's it's like more more magic. Yeah, I I think
8: like in a live situation, it's just like (laughs) it, it just. I don't know, it's it's kind of like something that you just have to come and experience because yeah. everyone knows the songs, you know, I mean... <clears throat> I'm pretty sure everyone at the stage knows the songs but in a live setting and just with it all sort of in your face and you know it's just it's really special and and, and these new songs that no one has heard yet as well so we get the you know the honour of being able to share that
2: so you were supposed to be already doing this so you would would have been um, you know if Covid hadn't rid its horrible head you would have been six and a half months into your run by now yeah Yeah. Um, and Mm -hmm. it's it's the polar opposite of that you're set to go back to rehearsals tomorrow Mm -hmm. so Let let us see behind the curtain of, of the production process
7: yeah I mean the rehearsal rooms are amazing actually yeah. more exciting than any rehearsal room I've been in because you've got like all these little pieces of the show you like, know, oh, for us to work with there's an
8: Olaf head yeah there's a, oh you know, who like, doesn't
2: want to go to work <laughs> to be
7: greeted by an Olaf yeah. head it, it's, it's really nice to be in the rehearsal room it's yeah. just so nice to be with people and with your
8: cast and I can't wait and the cast are just amazing like you know from, from who we've met so far it's yeah. just such a great team and everyone is just like amazing at what they do and the, and the puppetry and Uh-oh. oh they're amazing so excited
2: theatre done well it just makes me cry I just basically cry all the way through it's joy isn't it it's it's tears of joy
8: we'll be crying we'll as soon as we get up on that stage oh, I think it's, it's going to be gonna so be emotional. emotional because
7: after you know all the, the year we've all had and it's like we're all so excited to come back together and see live performance mm-hmm. it, it makes me emotional thinking about being you. able you're cheering up I can
4: I, see no, you're I, tearing, I, tearing it.
7: up it is because like sharing that with an audience and just seeing their faces and being able to go through that journey together it's something we've all been looking forward to isn't it yeah absolutely well
2: you don't know what you've got till it's gone and it's very rare you get the chance to get it back again but we are getting live entertainment back again what, what when is opening night?
8: Ooh, 8th of September.
2: Um, how many shows a week?
8: Eight shows a week. Eight shows a week. Mm-hmm. Eight, Eight shows a week with three matinees. Three matinees? Yeah, yeah. So Wednesday to Sunday. Right. Um, We've got... Between Friday and Sunday, there's like five shows.
2: But how do you protect your voice for people listening? Say they say they they have got something really important at work. that They need to st- stand up and say. Yeah. and they feel their voice going a couple of nights before. What, what tips speak. can you?
7: Don't speak. Shut, shut up. Shut up. That's the best thing. Yeah, and it is. It's so it's so boring. Basics, basically mm-hmm. boring, it's basic. but it's true. Isn't yeah. It? yeah.
2: Okay, so Elsa and Anna. Uh, yep. For Elsa see Anna, for Anna see Elsa. Were you close to? getting the opposite roles from what you seem to have
7: Absol- I absolutely could never not. do that I could not do her part Oh come no, on no, no. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. By
2: the way both fingers are out there Yeah That was finger pointing get Dawn. Oh and yeah.
7: uh, that's it this. No 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 never uh, no way I this I always say like we're singing her song. Why no, why tell me why They're so opposite the the mm-hmm. characters the v- vocal styles are right. very very different Yeah um and so you know uh, it's just yeah very Samantha different.
8: can belt her face off like you're like people are going to be like whoa
7: whoa! but right. Steph's uh, got this pure pure voice it which got, just cut sh- through the air oh my
8: god yeah it, it's like it can be like
7: soft but like then like ice? strong and beautiful and pure it's it's like a whole whole new world for you me you two
2: I, should be each other's agent no absolutely.
7: I mean <laughs> oh, I sh- I should, no yeah. offence to,
2: to your current agents but seriously guys your days are numbered these two are representing each other from now on
7: I'd love to represent happily you.
2: yeah oh. uh, listen um, ladies c- congratulations <laughs> congratulations for getting dream parts, I would imagine. Thank you. Thank I know you're you. both really successful anyway, and you've both been in loads of stuff before, which we haven't had time to talk about, and I would love to talk about that another time. Um, mm-hmm. But um, how long do you sign up for?
8: A year. Yeah. A year, okay. yeah. A year, a year plus rehearsals, so yeah. a bit over a year. A year
2: plus plus. Uh, Sam and Steph are starring as Elsa and Anna in the brand new, first ever UK West End production of Frozen. Um, thank you. Have a great day. Great rehearsals. Uh, break the leg. The best
1: of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio. Football's
5: nearly home. England are through to their first men's major final in 55 years. So, who better to look back at that nail biting victory against Denmark <laughs> and forward to Italy on Sunday than a former England player and Arsenal invincible? It's the Romford Pele himself.
2: Talk Sports, Ray Parler. Yeah, he's been there. He's not quite done Good it. Good morning, but guys. He's nearly done it.
4: Good morning, Ray. Thanks for sparing us some time. I'm not, time. Chris, oh, I'm no, not sure the party will finish on Sunday night if we do win it. I no, think it might go into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> maybe for a few weeks, I should imagine. I know what you mean. We'll mm. still, they'll still be revelling, and it will yes. still be great for the
2: economy, great for the country, and great for the mood, and great for our summer. But the party, the Euros, will will be over, and it won't be, oh, we've made it through to the next round. It's not like a – because last
4: night we all heaved a huge sigh of, collective relief yes. how was it for you Ray What emotionally how did you feel about worried. it I was worried about the game I thought Denmark we've, what happened to Christian Eriksen um, you know we know they're very efficient side Denmark but the, the emotions in the end were superb I mean you know, when they got the first goal we've, we've not conceded in the tournament so far how do we deal with that and I, it, it panned on Harry Kane and you see him just pointing at his head we know if we get into this situation we know how to deal with it we've got players off the bench to come on to change games so the reaction was superb and I think the goal before half-time was so important you know Gareth Southgate's team talks a a lot different if you're 1-0 down you know Denmark will try and sit on it uh, and try and see the game out but England credit to England they they come out and they they were superb and I I think I would love to have been in the stadium Uh, I wasn't there I was watching it in London with a a group of guys and it was it was a great atmosphere there but I can imagine 60,000 people but we were all really stressed how did you personally feel watching the game with your pals? I've always worried. I'm always worried with England. I always think with England something's going to go wrong. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, especially when the final whistle went. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not too sure I was enjoying it. Uh, Once we got that, you know, that second goal, I think Gareth made that big change. Jack Jack Greedy's going off. I know sub-subbed, but he would he would totally understand why he got substituted. Absolutely. I think the togetherness is so important in squads and I think Gareth has got that spot on at the moment you know when players come together I've been in England squads you've got Manchester United players Liverpool players whoever's going to be playing but I can see everybody's together and that is so important if you're going to be successful and I'm really excited not just about Sunday but England England in general going going forward forward, I mean 18 months time Qatar World Cup and I think England could dominate. Had it been a box set that you hadn't watched yet or Mm. a movie, you'd have turned it off after five minutes. Not because it wasn't exciting
2: because you couldn't cope with it. You're thinking, you know, I'm sure this is great. It seems to be well cast, amazingly written. It's already full of twists and turns, but I can't cope with this. This isn't pleasurable for me. Well, that's why
4: we love football, though. I mean, there's lots of ups and downs in a game. Suddenly you're up against it. And, you know, the the manager's got to make big decisions at times, which he did. Um, But I think the players, they're, they're fearless at the moment. I, mean, I think when you've got young players, they can go out in front of... They'd, they'd be delighted they're playing in front of fans again because yeah, we know about the Premier League last season. It must be very difficult. And I should imagine if he was at the stadium, the, the, the atmosphere. We've well, got a show live from Goodwood tomorrow. And Gareth, uh, our engineer today, was making his way back
2: from Goodwood for the first half of the match yesterday. Um, and he said there was literally n- not another car on the road from the south coast to... Where do you live again, Gaza? Oxsted he wow. didn't he, he saw like two or three cars yep. in a 90 minute commute on the way in this morning I saw barely any cars even though I set off later uh, from Marlow on the M- M4 uh, in um, uh, amazing it's all it's, yeah, all it's absolutely great. fantastic um so what do you think um about Sunday give us Vassar said he thinks it's going straight to penalties nil-nil. Mm. Uh, it's got penalties written all over it Um, both teams aren't necessarily going to park the bus but nobody wants to lose a goal um, I thought Kasper Schmeichel was the Superb. man of the match last night Absolutely, regardless of him being mm. on the losing side I thought our best player once again was Raheem Sterling yep. uh, Harry Kane played extraordinarily well Yeah, I
4: think, I, I think Harry Maguire Carl was Walker excellent Karl Walker in his first half had, some of the, he was always available for everything the all the pace time pace he had it? you know, it's all about switching on yeah. and to be fair for, the, for England's first goal yeah. if you looked at the uh, full for Denmark they switched off and that's yeah. why we got in behind them with Saka and obviously the other side Raheem getting in and it was an <laughs> own goal in the end <laughs> But it was it was brilliant. But it was a, it was I think the Italians. Point. I think yeah. the Italians. Everybody after the first game thought, well, you know, this side of mean business. Yeah. Now they know how to see a game out. They know how to waste time. They know how to go down when they need to. Mm. If they get the first goal, Italy, it's going to be a tough night for England. But. I I watched the Spain game and I thought Spain would a better side if I'm being honest. Oh, so on the night. I look at Italy and I think wide areas is going to be so important. I think the pace could really hurt the Italians on the, on the wide areas. So I think Gareth will be looking at that looking at Sunday. The only downside of that whole
2: thing is I'm not quite sure how many more times I can hear "Sweet Caroline." <laughs>
4: well, it's going to be number one. It's going to be. It's going to go back to number one Chris.
2: Right. Thanks so much. Anything else you'd like to? say? Any, any advice you'd like to give us? You know, as um, erstwhile um, England supporters. Well,
4: it's going to be a hell of a day Sunday. I mean, I'm sure people will start early. Pace yourselves. Yeah, pace yourselves. I mean, don't don't miss the game. That's the most important thing. Eight o'clock. I'm sure people will be making a day of it. I don't know what the weather's going to be like at the moment, but there'll be people in gardens. Right. It's going to be nice. Brilliant. So let's let's really enjoy the, the moment. Uh, the England England in the final since '66, and let's hope Monday morning we are celebrating uh, us winning a major tournament, which is huge for England going forward.
2: Yeah, it's like having the stabilizers taken off your
4: bike as a kid, isn't it? You think you're never going to be able to do it, but once they come off, it's like like you could never not do it. And some of the scenes I've seen, Chris, this morning, it's been superb. I mean, look what we've gone through so far. Everybody's gone through the pandemic, and to see people happy and and. You know, smiling and enjoying yeah. watching football again is fantastic.
2: It is fantastic. Uh, give us a prediction then. I'm going to put you on the spot for Sunday.
4: Right, I'm going to go. It could go. I don't think there's going to be loads of goals in the game. I think it's going to be a cagey game. Um, I'm oh, going to go no. 1 0 one to England. <laughs> 1 0 England. Come in on, that is. Normal do. time, extra time. Um, Any time before time. I'm going to, after go, I'm time. Going
2: to go 90 minutes. 1 0. Okay, great. This isn't an 80s song, but one Number more time on The
4: Breakfast Show and that's it. We're this done. is a great karaoke song, by the way, because it was, everyone joins in. It, it was. If you're not very good at karaoke, this is a song to sing. Thank
2: you, Ray. Cheers, Chris. Thanks for your time. Cheers, guys. Okay, that's TalkSport's Ray Parler. TalkSport smashing Euros. They are the official radio media partner of Euros 2020 for 2021. One match left from 51. And full match commentary from all of those games continues 8 o'clock Sunday night. TalkSport, TalkSport 2. Right here from the wireless group.
1: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio.
2: So look at these two little lads here. We've got Crofty and we've got Vassos. They're on the Sky Simulators here. Sky Tempestal Racing driver Chris Froggett has brought his simulators with him today. Uh, Crofty, what are you doing?
9: Uh, going off the track a lot. This is embarrassing. I know everything about Silverstone except how to stay on the tarmac.
2: Right, okay. This this is bad. So this is like your preview for next weekend for
9: the British Grand Prix. Whereabouts are you now? uh, Well, so I'm just coming around Woodcut, last Mm -hmm. corner uh, that used to be uh, Silverstone. This is the uh, Inter... The old pit straight. We're heading towards Cops. Cops is absolutely flat in a Formula One car, but in a Ferrari 488 GT, look, it's not flat. Oh, it's not flat at all. So We're so heading you, to the you barriers.
2: You've selected the 488 Chris froggart style um, <laughs> GT. I sorry, I thought the speed you're going. I thought you you selected pedal car mode.
9: Sorry, <laughs> yeah, Crofty. And I still crashed. Okay, what is, so Vass- is
2: Vassos trying to do? The same thing.
9: Yes, I am. Okay, yes. do you have
2: any idea where you are, Vassos? Vassos, you're going the wrong way. I'm, I might be
5: going backwards. <laughs>
2: (laughs) It's a clockwise circuit, Vasos, and you're currently going anti-clockwise. He's going the wrong way, Crofty. It's not
9: into Largos, Vassus.
2: Uh, it's not into Largos, but it's into something. Mostly the barrier, Vass, I've got to say there. So here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. So anyone mm. attending the
5: festival today, you yes. don't have to be a Sky VIP. Anyone attending the festival can come and have a go. This is Chris Froggart's actual simulator. Drive around the Sil- Silverson Stoker. It's not as easy as it looks. No. If you are a Sky <laughs> VIP, you come and get to experience the best view and prime location anywhere at the Goodwood Festival of uh-huh. Speed. And the fastest lap time of the day, and I'm hoping to set that, I'm hoping to set an early bar, wins yes. Sky Q free for a year, and the biggest television that you can fit in your front room.
2: See, now this is unbelievable, Crofty. So another sports person turns up, and Vas has put some effort in. Now, that was totally on message. He'd he done some research. This is all we ask from him on a daily basis. Yeah, and do you ever get that on a daily basis? No, was, Crofty, you've got to turn up at the show more often.
1: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio.
2: Uh, Crofty's here. Hi, Crofty. Hi, Chris. Crofty How from Sky, very well, Sky Sports Sky F1. Uh, week or, weekend off sort of this weekend. I mean, can't
9: call this work, can you? No. Wandering around the Goodwood Festival of Speed in the sunshine, looking at the most amazing things uh, that go fast on the ground and in the air, that ain't work.
2: So, there's the Future Lab. I don't know if you've been to the Future Lab. Um, there's lots of great things here. You've got Electric Avenue, which is this sort of b- b- futuristic boulevard. All the main manufacturers are there, full EVs here. So sexy, the cars, now the electric vehicles. But... The Future Lab, um, you know, it does what it says on the tin. It's been curated especially for Goodwood by this lady called Lucy, and she does this all over the world. And the stuff they've got in there, they've got this like electric, fully electric super bike, super motorbike. Wow. Um, they've got uh, the, ne- the 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 the. the the Mars um, Lunar Landing Module, which which will eat Perseverance for breakfast, It's <laughs> due to go up in 2026. That's in there. It's here. Yeah, they've got uh, robot dogs in case you don't want a real dog. You can't get a dog anymore, can you? Because because of, of lockdown. They're about a million pound <laughs> each. Dogs aren't they? So th- these sort of futuristic robot dogs that you can program to play with each other and wag their tails—they're probably cheaper at the moment. Um, and then my favourite thing in there, sponsored by BP, is a scale extric. So it's at an actual scale extric track, but instead of hand controllers you put a headset on and you think your race oh wow and you can speed the cars up by thinking fast and thinking slow it's, it sounds unbelievable but it's and it, but it's not it's true and it happens and all the kids are putting these headsets on and apparently it's to do with your temples and your your your, 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 your neuro frequency and you can think <laughs> you should play it later this it's, is brilliant it, either that or it had too many glasses of wine last night when they <laughs> showed me around I don't know.
9: I don't know. But uh, it's amazing. I'm thinking Nikita Mazepin needs one of those to stop spinning. You know, yeah, Think but... straight line, and then he won't spin every when, race.
2: When are you going to tell us your sort of simmering on the back burner shouldn't really talk about uh, its um, Sky Sports Sky F1 uh, breaking news? It's a bit early for breaking news. But it's real, isn't but
9: it? it? It is But real. Think, real things, that, things are happening that, that could be announced at Silverstone about okay. a certain driver that we know and love very well. So
2: With um, the one of the, well, the biggest team, the biggest team in out, one for the last yeah. seven
9: years. that he hasn't been at, but he wants to go okay. out. Okay, George,
2: yeah. George Russell going to so Mercedes. <laughs> um, more about that later. I was trying to keep people in suspense. I keep them not tell, you, know? can, you can never tell people too much. Seriously, pal. <laughs> uh, Jetpack Attractions now. Richard Browning. Here we go. Richard Browning is a British inventor of the suit. He is the founder and chief test pilot of Gravity Industries, founded in 2017. We've talked to him before. Um, we've experienced him before at CarFest. And what he does is simply amazing. It is a company that designs and builds... Um, this, this thing that Vassos has now, <laughs> Vasos has put it on and we're going to fire it up. It's hilarious. He can't even drive a Fiat 500 properly. <laughs> is, is he smiling
9: uh, to stop himself crying um, at the moment?
2: Or something, stop himself doing something. something. <laughs> Richard, how are you, pal? Morning. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Okay, remind everybody about gravity and what you're up to and how amazing your company is.
10: Thank you. So we are here at um, the Festival of Speed. We actually have got our training rig here, and a bunch of guests, from VIPs from Goodwood, you know, from the festival, are actually experiencing what we do with clients either here or in LA. So we've got our training rig, and yeah, it's an amazing experience.
2: All right, so you have special forces coming here. You have people who can afford to be part of um, what you do. Or indeed
10: just come along for a morning experience. We've had a huge range of people, and it's usually based on the airfield. But today and for the next few days, right. we're actually in the middle of the Festival of Speed. And actually, we're in the Future Lab too. We've got a whole history of the background behind the suit.
2: Right, so it's this kind of red-letter blue and ride plus-plus experience. Yeah, plus-plus-plus, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, hi, Bass. Hi Chris! How you doing,
5: pal? I love it here. I love it in this suit. Good. I sort of think it suits me. I, I particularly enjoyed boogieing to earth, wind and fire because I've got two jets on each arm. Yes. And they just they just seem very... It just seems very sort of Friday morning kitchen
2: disco, this suit. Okay, yeah. well. Um, no. I mean, dad dancing like never before. Yeah, baby, on a stage is surrounded it, by a rig with jetpacks on. <laughs> so what, what is he wearing now, Richard? What is fascinating? So he's wearing? actually
10: got one of the latest suits we, uh, we've we been flying. So actually a similar version to the one that a lot of people have seen where we went and boarded a ship with the Royal Marines. Yeah. Slightly different application today, I will admit. Uh, But he's going to get to experience with the safety tether, that early feeling of starting
9: to learn the balance and control. But when we take the safety tether off, not not really in the plan, but yes. But when we do that, he can go up as high as we want him to he could he? if he knew what he was doing which i, I know is a
10: big but he could go fly it. as high as he likes yeah i don't
2: think we need the safety tether we don't need it do you know what i Either.
9: don't
10: think we need the safety tether
9: mary poppins never had a safety tether <laughs> exactly you know? and
2: is there one of her majesty's ships standing by because we're very close to Chichester yeah. here i mean you know
10: <laughs> what for him to go and liaise with yes liaise is if, one way of putting liaise, it. Is, if, <laughs> if that happens that wasn't
2: intended <laughs> okay so power to wait um you need most power to, to take off uh, in, in most aircraft uh, and then you, then uh, second to that is, is hovering um, so we, we know we've probably got enough, uh, enough thrust to get him off the ground uh, how long might he hover for do you think?
10: Uh, look to be fair it usually takes a morning of practice um, there's so no need to be I, I, fair I know, I know there's we've, no need oh, to <laughs> be fair
9: <laughs> who needs practice? yeah well, well
10: there you go so I mean with the safety tether he'll worst case swing around like a conker on a string in one go live on radio right uh, well we can tell everybody he's done brilliant can't we
2: yes. well he's pretty much a loose, he's a loose <laughs> cannon at the, at the best of times plus how are you feeling uh, what briefings have you had what do you envisage might happen in the next minutes on the radio and on this gravity platform
5: so Richard has, has talked me through it exactly how I'm meant to do it just basically relaxed into it I've got two big bits of power at the end of each arm yes, and I've got a big Bit of power, basically by my bum.
2: Bit of power. It's not really the technical term, is it? <laughs> that wasn't part of the briefing. Okay. He has it, four Richard. jet engines strapped to his wrists.
10: Yes. Uh, uh, yes uh, so one either side of each arm, which right. feels like each arm has been pushed, and then another engine on his back rather than his rear. All oh, right. Or, You've got on one his on his back. the back as well. So the have idea you? is between yeah. them. They feel like Excellent. a sort of. They, they feel <laughs> like a three-legged sort of tripod of support. That's the idea. But he's got to try and feel his natural balance in the first oh. few minutes. Oh, right. and the
2: thrust. Okay. Yes. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have a, a bit more kitchen disco, I think, because I want the listeners to get ready for this. Uh, I wish we were live streaming. I wish we were live streaming. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> California dreaming, Goodwood streaming. Vasos, um, are you ready?
5: Oh yeah, I'm so excited.
2: Okay. I, my, I mean, I'm,
5: I know it's... I'm easily excited, but this is if I was a dog, my tail would be wagging in windmills.
1: The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio.
2: Vas Alexander has his jet suit on. Vas, how are you feeling? We're about to fire the jets up. Very, 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 very excited. Mucho excited. Richard, what's going to happen in the next 45
10: seconds? So we're starting the engines. You'll hear a gradual build that will sound a bit like a jet fighter. Or it's a, already
2: started. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh you'll my gradually God. see uh, Vas's face change. Is that his stomach or
9: the jet? Pack? Can
2: we please turn Crofty's microphone on? Thank you very much indeed. He's part of our team today. He always will be. He always. Is. Thank Forever and a day. So that's the that's the back jet. So because this is the latest one, actually the our
10: engine starts so quick we start the real right one out of first, way. right and then you'll hear the four at the front like tear
2: into action in a few okay. seconds now Vassas genuinely did look like a kid in the candy store before he's now feigning a kid smile yeah he's, because he's like you said now yeah <laughs> um, he's somewhat uh, he's concerned he's tense he's apprehensive um, we've taken the microphone away we have to clear the platform um, how far back will we have to get in a moment or two? Um,
10: normally, not very far, but just so we can be heard, we have to keep backing away until we can be heard.
2: Okay, all right. Take us through it, Rich. Just commentate.
10: Yeah, so um, those engines are nearly up to speed. If we back away a bit, we yep. can uh, hopefully still be heard. When they're all up to speed, then we'll take the support away, and then on a very low power setting, he'll start to feel that kind <laughs> of support and balance. It, how
2: low is low on a scale oh, of oh, 1 well, to 10? Yeah,
10: it could be so low that it would lift a, you know, cat, let's say, really very low. So what he's doing now, he's going to start sque- <laughs> oh. squeezing the throttle trigger. Uh, yeah. And start to feel that balance. There right. you go. That's him using the throttle.
9: What he's doing now is trying to keep his feet on the ground, because now he's getting a little bit nervous about this, and he'll be on tiptoes in a moment. And here he goes up into the air. The world's first flying <laughs> sports presenter, ladies and gentlemen, Vasos Alexander. Flying around the festival of speed,
2: at about and about two inches goes, off the ground. There he goes! Unbelievable. Okay, so so he started to sort of spiral.
10: Yeah, so it's a bit like watching a kid learn to ride a bike or learning to surf or ski. It's not yeah, pretty, yeah, in it's sort of. Yes, it's not. But he does have the benefit of the tether, at least. Right. So but he's, he's, yeah, it's all about just trying to feel his balance.
9: He's going again. Yeah. Oh, it's like R. Kelly, live at the Festival of Speed. He believes he can fly. He's just got to let go of the ground at the moment. And that is proving problematic. He doesn't want to let his feet get off the ground.
2: How much more thrust is available to him, do you think?
9: He's in the air. Oh, it's like ballet. Gone wrong. Say that again, Chris. How much, sorry, <laughs> how much more thrust is
10: available to him? Oh, he's on like 10%. I 10%. Mean, yeah. <laughs> that, is that all. Well, but, we'd be scraping him off the ceiling of the rig if he. Uh, oh my it goodness, he's actually doing pretty well. So yeah, no, it, it is, it is, it's. Yeah, here we go again. He's trying to, he's trying to find his centre of
2: balance. Okay. I'm Which not quite sure of the leg position. <laughs> he's trying to find his true north. He's now also thinking that baggy jeans were not the best thing to be wearing
9: today, and he's swinging around. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's like a pendulum <laughs> that has no balance. Go on, Vassos, this is good. On, one, more.
2: one more. one more. If he wanted to, could he could he go a lot? Oh, we're controlling the power remotely. Oh, that's probably wise. And yes, he's got yes, he oh, did it. it. Is it a bird?
9: Is oh, it a plane?
2: No. it's Alexander in flight. Okay, all right, jets uh, in front of us. Jet on the radio. You're going to be my girl. This is Virgin Radio live for the Festival of Speed, and that was Vassos another He was actually airborne. Yeah, he was. So what was that, like 30 seconds? And yeah, a bit of a definition of flying, but he was nearly there. Very good. Oh, don't give him a round of applause. We'll never hit the last of it, for (laughs) heaven's sake. That was very impressive. Well done, everyone. Cheers, Richard. Thank you. My
1: pleasure. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio.
2: So here we are with the boss of Goodwood, the... Duke of Richmond, Charles Marches. Good morning, Charles.
11: Chris, morning. Great to see you. What about the sunshine, man?
2: Yeah, it's a bit better, isn't
11: it? Yeah, that's what we want. We uh, we love we love it when the sun's out.
2: It's unbelievable. They say we're going to have highs of 21 degrees here today. It's already way past that. Uh, have you had a bacon butter this morning? I have.
11: What was it like? <laughs> it was good, yeah. They're always good. It's
2: all off the farm, you know? It's all, all of our lovely farm. I've not had one for a year and a half. Yeah, well,
11: we'll get you some. We'll no, get I'm you not, a stack not, of
2: them. Not allowed. Are you not allowed? Hold, hold, hold. Whole food plant based. No. no, well, this
11: is all good. These are all good. This is all good. You know, the good fat.
2: No, plant based. Last, last time, last time <laughs> okay, I, I could, I, I literally could kill a whole cow from this estate between two slices of bread. Anyway, that's my problem. <laughs> that is is. your problem. Yeah. So, Festival of Speed, here we are. We're approaching the 30th. 28th, are we on now? 28th Festival of Speed? This is the 29th Festival of Speed, can you Festival believe Speed? it? Yeah. Wow, well, so it would have been the 30th had it Covid not hit it last year. So,
11: Tell us about the first so 28th, actually. Taking COVID out, you're quite right, Sorry, yeah. I've done my research. It will be 29th. Sorry I'm that.
2: impressed, Chris. I mean, you're yeah. in charge and all that. <laughs> I'm impressed. If you need yeah. any more information about your festival, <laughs> let me know. Satisfied <laughs> the first one?
11: Well, that was 93. I know that. I'll tell you, unforgettable. Yeah. No, that was a that was a fantastic weekend. We just had no idea what was going to happen. And we were told, I think you mentioned, I heard you talking about it earlier, actually, 2,500 people would turn up. And uh, I think you said 12 came. Actually, 25,000, right. we think, came. It was a crazy time. They bur- They broke down the barriers and everyone just... You know, I watched them from my bathroom window and it was like, oh my god, what are all these people doing? <laughs> and we had no tickets, no car parking, it was chaotic. We had to go and buy raffle tickets and dish them out as tickets. We were literally sort of putting the money into the back of people's boots in order to it was it was mad. Please help. But we knew we had something and that was exciting. We knew that something there was something here which people really wanted and that was why we did it to start with. and uh, and we got this. You know, we had this fantastic result and every year after that we say not again we're never ever doing it again yeah. and here we are 29 times later well, and
2: what it. did you learn that first year and, and what, what have you developed over the years and how's this year shaping up well I think we learned that um,
11: we learned some very basic things but I think um, from a pure content point of view we just learned that people just want to get close or close to cars and close to drivers actually because then you just couldn't get close to anything and and um, you know, F1 was very different. It was all, it was everything was very inaccessible. So we made it all very accessible, uh, and um, we realised that if you're going to give people the right experience, you've got to aim high. So we just wanted to give them a very comfortable time. So little things, you know, like lose trackway, well, all that stuff, just to make it a good good experience. So we did that, and then we tried to nail the content. And I hope we have this year too. So ultimately, they want to be entertained. This is about a, this is about a fun time for the family and a fun time for the for the, you know cognoscenti as well.
2: Yeah, and all, all us festival um, uh, producers, creators, um, um, we, we'd like to thank all our patrons for rolling over the tickets from last year we, 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 we've had this experience with Carfest Carfest could well have gone under had people not stuck by us and it's not a dissimilar story for you I know
11: we've been we've had quite an amazing experience people people have been so generous so supportive of our members you know out of our thousands and thousands of members literally only 20 didn't give up their membership it was incredible and um, the loyalty and support and enthusiasm has been really breathtaking and it's, it's been you know a, a massive support
2: Right. Now, of course, when you, when you were trying to make this happen this year, and you have, thankfully, uh, you had to be COVID compliant. Uh, the, the announcements that we've, that we've heard this week had, hadn't happened yet. And um, this is a massive test event. So, you are reduced capacity down to 75%. 45,000 people here today. How many people over the weekend?
11: Well, about there. Yeah. So, we're 75% total every day. So, it's about the, it's about the same every day.
2: 30 right. a bit less. But okay. And are you allowed to have favourites at your own festival?
11: favorite things that are happening yeah well i i i guess i am yeah i know it depends a bit how much work we put into things over you know each year but no there's some there's some super favorites always i mean we got some very special people coming to this year again everyone's been amazingly um, supportive you know against all the challenges so people coming over from the states for it you know all these extreme athletes coming over Uh, mario andretti arrives a little, little bit later on today because um, our theme is maestros, the great all-rounders of motorsport so it's the guys who've driven everything the engineers that have created all the different genres of motorsport the teams that have raced all different sorts of, of cars in, di- in, different, um, in different categories so that's what we're celebrating and, and probably Mario... Of all the living drivers, he epitomises that more than more than anyone with Indy, Indian World Championship F1. He's driving his Lotus 72, the lovely, you yeah. know, the John Player Special, the black and gold one we all dream about. Yeah. He'll be driving that. <laughs> okay.
2: Now, we're here in Electric Avenue. Uh, the major manufacturers have bought their latest EVs. You know, we had a chat about this as the sunset last night, you know, thinking we were never going to be converts, but I'm fully on board. How are you with electric vehicles? No, I vehicles? love it. No,
11: I think it's really exciting. You know, we're so involved in the future here. I mean, Goodwood, absolutely, we're looking at 100 years of mobility. That's what, we, that's what the festival is all about. And this is not even the future. This is right now and also with our future lab uh, presentation we're looking at the future mobility and what that looks like but this is right now this is happening you know it's exciting it's uh, it's some of these cars are fabulous they're unbelievably quick aren't they i mean it is It is a wild experience.
2: No, it is, I mean, the zero to 60s is is off the charts. It's so funny, I've got a little, my first EV is a BMW i3, a secondhand BMW i3. I bought it a few weeks ago for 19 grand, and I pulled up next to this Mustang. I know know Ford have their brand new fully EV Mustang here this weekend, and they need it because uh, this lady, she had her top down and if you forgive the expression, uh, oh. on the um, M40, and she looked at me and I looked at her, and she, I never do this, I never do this. She said, okay, let's go. And I just left her for dead in my little BMW i3. They're really so fast. They're unbelievable. Uh, so, uh, yesterday, I met all the kids. Got all the ki- We've well, got all the kids here, so you've got Eloise, you've got Charlie, you've got Freddie, and um, you've got, forgive me. Um, Charlie, William. Will, of yeah. course. Um, and uh, Char- Charles, young Charlie, Charlie Jr. He, he's going to te- have to take over this whole shebang, this whole shooting match in a few years' time.
11: Oh, yeah, he will. yeah, Yeah, <laughs> That's
2: um, plan, anyway. and something you had to do. Now you have this great accession formula, don't you? Do you want to share those? Because I tell everybody about it all the time. It makes so much sense.
11: Well, I guess it's something we just talk about a lot, and we've, uh, you know, we have a bit of a plan. That's also important. So we yeah. know when it probably when it's happening. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm older proportioned you know, to Charlie than my father was. So it's going to be I'm going to be a bit older. Than yeah. <laughs> my father retired at 65 and um, and we very much um you know that was it and we and and uh, we had to you know grapple with it and, and take it on at that point so yeah. you know and charlie will do the same
2: all right so um you know having run Carfest for 10 years now inspired by yourself has to be said um car north and car fest south same again this year i know you have to pace yourself as a festival organizer you have to pace yourself how's it got day two how's it going
11: well, it's good, Chris. Yeah, I keep thinking only three. I mean, I managed to fall off my motorbike too, which wasn't very clever. A couple of days ago, out here on this, actually, i in the mud right. as we were trying to build some of this stuff. So that wasn't clever. So I'm hobbling around slightly, but yeah. Well, we got today to go and then two more. It, yeah, I never can believe I'm going to get the, get to the end on the first day, but I think we no, it'll be. We'll get there.
2: Well, you're up at the crack of dawn and you were giving speeches in front of the house last night at quarter past ten before more fireworks. It's a long old day. Tell us about Lotus, the headline manufacturer. What a fantastic British company and what an amazing new car they have over there.
11: Exactly. No, the mirror, is, it's a great little thing, isn't it? It looks, yeah. looks fantastic. I gather it's, uh, it's going really well. They're, they're selling like hotcakes. <laughs> um, and they've also done this fantastic central display we've uh, designed with them, this tensegrity structure, which is all held up by its own own tension and it has this massive cantilever across the front of the house so that's what you saw it last night that's pretty exciting and it's all ar kind of compliant and compatible so you hold your phone up to it and it turns into a racetrack which is Quite cool. And
2: you can take it home with you and put it in your own garden, exactly. virtually. You can, you
11: can virtually bring it
2: anywhere How do like. they do these things, I Charles? It's,
11: it's, it's unbelievable. I it? have no idea. Well, <laughs> anyway. listen,
2: thanks for hosting us and having us. We couldn't be happy to be here.
11: No, well, we love having you here. No, it's, it's, it's always great having you. Here.
2: Please, can we come back and do the same thing for the revival?
11: Let's do it. The best of the Chris Evans
1: Breakfast Show with Sky on Virgin Radio.
2: Thank you so much for listening to this, the podcast of the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show. Don't forget, you can subscribe and get it every week from wherever you get your podcast. And you will never miss the weekly roundup of all the best bits from our Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Sky.
9: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.